Hello, welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. So glad you could join us. This week has been our Easter special week. We've been discussing all things to do with religion and faith and Easter. And if you caught Monday's podcast, we talked a lot about sacrifice and love and praying and questioning your faith and having faith and what does that all mean and how we're looking to improve our relationship with God this year. And for today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about the hope and promise of Easter and what that really means and how you can try to have that hope and promise and positivity in your own life. I think Easter is a good reminder of that because sometimes it's hard for me to remember to be positive about the future, especially now when just feels like I'm stuck at home, not really progressing forward. It's good to remember that it's going to happen, just maybe not in the timing that you wanted. Right. And I think the interesting thing about the promise of Easter is that a lot of the times we use it as a hopeful message for our life on earth. And not that I think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. But I think the thing you have to remember is that's not really what the promise is. Promise is your life after your time on this earth. So a lot of times people get frustrated when things aren't going their way and they're not having an easy life or a really luxurious life or things just aren't quite going according to your plan. And trust me, I get that 100%. I get super frustrated. I hate when things don't go according to plan. Like anyone in my life can tell you how much I hate that. I truly, truly hate that. It's something that I work on all the time of being more accepting that life isn't going to go exactly what you want or life isn't going to go exactly the way you want. Um, So trust me, I'm with you with that 100%, but God really never promised us that. God never promised that life was going to be easy or that we weren't going to struggle or we weren't going to deal with things on earth. His promise was for after we were done on earth. Yeah, that's a really good point to bring up because people can be so worried about what's happening right now and not worried about their future. Like, do you want to go to heaven? You have to remember, I think, just about being a good person and taking things as they come and having a good attitude about it as much as you can. That way, after all this is over, because you really never know when your life is going to end, you can feel confident that you did the best you could to make God happy in that way. Yeah, and I think that's really all you can do. At least for me, maybe there are other people out there who can comprehend this better than I can, but there is truly no way I can comprehend heaven and what it's going to be like besides like the surface level. Like, I believe in heaven. I believe that you go there for eternity and it's a good place and you're with God and hopefully, you know, you did the best you can and it's a merciful God and everything's gonna be okay in the end. But if you really, really think about like the concept of God and forever and what that means and what's expected of you, it's honestly a little much because I'm sure that most of us in our day-to-day life do many, many things every day that we're not proud of and they can be really little to really large and it's, if you really think about it, it's kind of a scary concept and we better hope that God is a forgiving God and I think the message of Easter is that he is, so I believe that he is, but we better really bank on that promise and bank on that hope because to be honest, most of us walk around every day like what we do doesn't really matter in the end, even though we say it does matter because I just think it's hard for humans to really get the full grasp of what it means to say like you believe in an afterlife or at least for me it is. Yeah, it can be really hard to comprehend. I don't really understand it either. I know I believe there's going to be something after I die and that 
God will be there and hopefully it's all nice, but I don't really know what it's going to be like. So I guess that just is what faith, that is what faith is. Just believing that hopefully something good is coming and trying to work to get there. Yeah, I got to imagine that if God is willing to give up his son for all of humanity, then hopefully he's going to be a little understanding when you were snippy to the person at the grocery store and didn't treat them with too much kindness and sincerity because, man, I got a lot of days like that. I got a lot of days where I'm not particularly proud of how I acted because it's just not acceptable. And not really the example of being snippy at the grocery store. Honestly, I don't really recall a time doing that. But the idea of just... I don't know. Everyone has their different things. So like mine tends to be like my temper. So I can sometimes get a pretty big temper going and probably take it out on Jacob. And that really isn't the right thing to do. So I don't know. I think there's just a lot of daily stuff like that, that we fall flat on. And everyone always focuses on the big sins, like, you know, don't steal, don't commit murder, that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of day-to-day things where you just mess up constantly all the time and you're just not living up to perfection, which no one's ever going to live up to perfection. But I think sometimes, at least in my case, I maybe don't try as hard as I should. And so that's why I like this aspect of living up to your potential. And the idea on the Potentially podcast is that you're trying to do little things every day to make your life better. And that can't just be your finances or your career, because in the end, there's so much outside of that. And not just for religious people, but I think for all people, like when you hear anyone, whether they're religious or not, and they talk about when they get older and end of life, they really aren't focused on their career. That's kind of more of a sidebar. They're really focused on the relationships they made and how they treated others. And that's the type of regret that they usually have. Yeah, of course. Money's not going to make you happy. Your career can give you a little bit of happiness. Mine brings me some happiness, but that's not going to be the end-all be-all. The real happiness is in my family, my relationship with my husband, all the friendships that I'm building Things like that is what you have to work hard on because it's all about the people around you. Right. And I think maybe I really don't know the reason behind it, but I think that career gives you like an earthly purpose. It gives you a purpose to do something every day, to work out your mind, to work out your body. And I think that's great. And I think we need it. And I think it gives a lot of people motivation in life and to feel good about themselves and self-esteem and life fulfillment and all that kind of stuff. When you get closer to that time, when it's your time to go, um, you start thinking of things that relationships and stuff that aren't of this world, things that you care about more than your time here. And I think that's where you get into your relationships and love you had for your family and all of that. And so that's why I think that it's really important to also work on that in your life because in the end, that is what matters. And even if I want to be super rich one day, and even if I want to have that house, those are all good and I don't think there's bad and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just that you can't forget about the other aspects of your life while you're on that road. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that my career brings me happiness, a reason to go do something every day, uh, just a little bit of purpose. But once I come home from work, I try not to worry about that at all, really. I turn that part of my brain off and just focus on my family more because I know some jobs you have to bring home with you a little bit, but it can be hard if you bring it home too much and you're still focusing so much about work when you're at home instead of focusing on what you should be focusing on, which is your family which I mess that up sometimes. Sometimes it can be hard to forget about everything that just happened while you're at work. You can talk about it, but 
it's important to focus on the people that matter. It's an interesting paradox too because everyone knows this. Like I don't think you talk to most people and they say they they don't recognize the fact that in the end it was your relationships that were important to you. But they still expect you to work a ton of hours, not spend too much time with your family. They still expect you to be on call 24-7. They still expect you to not have lives outside of work a lot of the time. And they kind of look down on you if you don't want to do that, which I find interesting. And then the other interesting that I find is that a lot of people have this, um, a lot of, I don't know if it's a lot of religious people or just a lot of people in general kind of have this negative look on money, which is interesting because when I think of money and I think of being successful, I think of you having ambition and doing things with your life and not just sitting around and being lazy and not really caring about where your life goes. That's what I picture. Um, So I don't think that money I don't think money makes you bad. I don't think having money makes you bad. I don't think any of those things. I think whoever you are is who you are, whether you have money or not. If you're a bad person and you're rich, it's just because you're a bad person. It's not because you're rich. So I think a lot of people worry about, well, if I'm a Christian and I'm caring about my family, it means that I can't be too well off or they're almost like embarrassed by it. And I don't find that at all. I think that if you want to have ambition and go for things, that's awesome. You just can't also forget about the other aspects of your life as well. So it's just the idea that you need to be well-rounded and you need to be working on all parts of your life, not just one part. Yeah, I think if you're rich and you're a bad person, it's just because maybe the money amplified it a little bit of what was already happening. Since you have that money, you can just go out and do more things that are bad than you could do before. Yeah, you just like have more opportunity now than you did before. Yeah. When I look at money, I just think about it as providing for my family. So I don't feel bad if I'm working hard to have more money because when I have kids, I want to be able to give them anything I want to give them. I can say no if I want to say no, but I don't have to say no because I don't have the money to do something for them. Right. And I do believe that as Christians, when you do get to the point where you're not struggling day to day, you do have an obligation to help out others, um, but it's a personal obligation. It's not an obligation that anyone else can force you to do. That's a personal choice. So um, I'm not talking about taxes. I'm talking about charity. So if you want to give to charity, whether that's an organization or an individual, I do believe that I have a personal responsibility to help others who aren't in the place to help themselves. But if you want to help others, you have to get to a place where you are semi-successful yourself. So not only do I think it's a good thing for your life and your family's life, but then you're able to help others. Um, if you're constantly struggling, you can't really help other people. So I think it's a good thing all around. Um, kind of like that old saying, like, um, what is it? The tide raises all ships. So basically the idea that if you become more successful, you're able to help other people become more successful. Yeah, I think that's really important. And when you do get that successful, it's just important to remember to keep with the faith or whatever it is you believe in. So that way you're not being selfish and you know that you don't necessarily need all the money you have. You can help those who need it. I try to give to charity when I can, but at this point in my life, I just can't give that much or else I can't pay for my bills. And, you know, I'm not going to give so much that I can't pay for my family. No, and I don't think you should. I don't, you know, it's like the whole cliche of somebody in an airplane and it's going down. It's the idea that you put the mask on your face first before you put it on the person next to you. It's because you can't help others unless you're in a situation 
where you're able to take care of yourself. And so that's why I think we have a responsibility as individuals to be able to take care of ourselves. And then that way we can help others who maybe aren't quite there for whatever reason it is. And so when we look at the promise of Easter and the hope of Easter, it's not that the idea is that you're going to become super successful or super wealthy in your life. It's the idea that there's something more waiting for you. And so if you know that there's something more waiting for you, what are you going to do in the meantime? Are you just going to sit around and not enjoy this life? I don't think that's what God had intended. Are you going to be really awful to people and selfish and not care about anyone else besides yourself. I don't think that's what he had intended either. I think you need to find a middle ground. You need to find a middle ground between not doing anything and only worrying about yourself. And so if you can be really ambitious in your life and go out there and create the life you want, and you know that does include monetarily, that does include earning enough money to have the life that you want and to be able to help others, I think that's really great. And again, obviously not speaking for God, just trying to tell you my interpretation of what I think it means to live your life fully, live up to that potential, and try to have a life that God looks down on and is at least somewhat proud of you, which I know is hard to do. Yeah, it can be super hard when you think about it like that, but I think you just have to remember not to be scared to just go for it. He God's not going to be upset that you tried something and it didn't work out. If you're trying hard for your family and for your own successes, he's going to see that. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, ambition and innovation is what ends up saving lives in the end. So like all of the technology, like if you just think of something as simple as air conditioning, which I know sounds really simple, but so many more people used to die in heat waves and they don't anymore because of air conditioning. And it's just a crazy thing to consider. Like that's not even, that's not even a question for us of whether it's going to be too hot for us to handle or too cold for us to handle and we're going to die in the dead of winter. Like that's not even something that we worry about anymore. So because one person wanted to solve one problem, they've saved countless lives. And so maybe your invention or your innovation or whatever it is you decide to do won't save lives, but maybe it brings somebody joy or it brings somebody purpose in their life. And I think that maybe that's not just as good, but it's almost just as good. For sure. If you can affect one person's life in a positive way, then I think you're doing pretty well. Because it can be hard to have an influence on people. And when you do have that influence, to make it a good one. For sure, 100%. And I'm sure I'll learn more and have a clearer understanding after I get through the rest of the Bible. And then after I read the Bible, I intend to read other scholarly books on different interpretations and see what other people have to say about it. And I'm sure that will lead me to more knowledge that I'll be able to pass on to you guys because I absolutely love reading. Um, But just as somebody who, I almost feel like I'm starting off, like I've always gone to church, but it almost feels like this year is the first year that I'm really taking it seriously and trying to put forth my best effort. So it feels kind of brand new, a rebirth almost, which is what Easter is. It's a rebirth. So I think it's really good timing. And I think this year is going to be a really good one. We've started off on a really rocky note with all of this coronavirus stuff and no one knows exactly what that means for our future or our economy or when everything is going to get back to normal. And the idea of Easter, even though it is a promise for your life after this earth, I think you can also take it as a message for we as people can continue to get better, continue to hope for the future, and know that eventually it's going to turn around, and eventually 
things are going to get better. Yeah, you can't stay down forever. You know, God's going to bring you back up eventually, even if it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes you're just in a rut for longer than expected. Right, exactly. And it's the idea that you're going to bring yourself back up with God's help, right? God can't do it if you're not willing to do it yourself. So I think that's a really important thing to remember that you have to put in the effort, you have to put in the work. And, you know, right now, maybe for most of us, there's not too much that we can do while we're waiting for all this coronavirus stuff to go away. But we can stay positive, we can stay kind to our family and not let the isolation and the being stuck inside with everyone get to our temperament and start treating people the way we shouldn't treat them. We can be thankful for all of the doctors and nurses that are out there working really hard to fix the problem, and we can pray that our country's leadership, you know, continues to do the best that they can, and that we get out of this situation as fast as we can. All right, guys, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have any thoughts or opinions about Easter and you want to let us know, head over to our Instagram or Facebook at Live Potentially, L-I-V Potentially. Go ahead and write us a review and subscribe to our podcast. That way we can get all your thoughts and opinions and it can influence later episodes. We'll see you guys on the next one.